Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning in to yet another episode of Bibliotech On Air. So, it's August and we all know what August means. It's back to school season. Uh, Some might be a fan of that, some might not. The most wonderful time of the year. God, when you put it like that, it just sounds so terrible. It sounds <laughs> the most wonderful time of the year. Did you ever see that vine where that girl, she's like watching a back to school ad on TV. She turns it off, goes into the middle street. She's just like, hit me. Oh hit my me gosh. No. <laughs> so yeah, that's mood. I love those uh, commercials that give me all that anxiety. You know, Old Navy, 50% off all backpacks or whatever, you know. All uniforms. Well, you didn't have to use a uniform, right? No, I didn't. My school didn't require uniforms. Because we were just talking about that. Like, I know Israel and me were saying that we had to use uniforms in school, khakis. That's crazy. I, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know if uniforms are an easier thing to do other than having to choose your regular clothes. I mean, yeah, in a way, you're just kind of like, okay, well. Uniform, unless you had different variations of uniform But then it makes, it doesn't give you that, um, because the only, the best part of back to school was sleeping with your brand new outfit laid out next to you (laughs) that you're just so excited to wear on your first day of school. This is my fit. I'm going to look so fly. My shoes match my shirt. My book matches my pencil. Everything's just matching. But uh, anyway, so back (laughs) to school talk. Uh, So as far as... Do you have anyone in your family or like friends that uh, have started or going? Yeah, my niece and nephew um, started today. Today was their very first back to school. Uh, my niece is going into the sixth grade and my nephew is starting his senior year. Ooh, okay. Exciting for the senior year part because it's like, yes, I'm almost out of here. Yep. But then it's like, what am I going to do for the rest of my life after this? Oh, God. Yeah. All the pressure <laughs> that gets put <laughs> on, pressure. you know? Yeah. So all you seniors, take it easy. You know, but uh, the good thing about him being a senior is i don't think he has any more he what's well, it's the star test now right so mm-hmm. they don't have to take that um what about sats is that a junior year or a senior year thing because i do not remember i think it's a senior year yeah oh, okay you take so sats your senior year probably that well okay good luck in good advance. luck and good luck on all that <laughs> you know but i'm pretty sure on a hoopler like cloud library we should have some boom yes we do we have them sat books on cloud library for sure we have our own curated um like a prep collection yeah there or you something. go prep collection for sat ged even asvab i want to say oh wow okay cool so all that all that's available on cloud library I mean, honestly, it's a year-round thing, too. It's not like a just a, you know, just back to school special yeah. thing. It's year-round. So by all means, anyone out there who's uh, getting back into the school groove, check out our resources. Definitely. Cloud Library specifically has that uh, category. Yep, has those specific books, but also our active learning resources as well can oh, get yeah. you in-depth help with whatever you want to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, LinkedIn Library, Microsoft, definitely, definitely, um I mean, there's so much you can do on Microsoft, so I feel like you can never stop learning with that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So not only back to school, but back to the office for everyone going on about their day, too. And going back to work or working. That's such a good point. I never thought about that. Back to the office. For <laughs> teacher prep, you know. Oh, yeah, teachers especially, too. Which I don't know if you've seen. Um, I think Brawley was telling us about it over at East with the glow forge that they have now there were like teachers making their own like little apple 
oh, flags yeah. with their name on uh-huh, it with the laser yeah with the laser I thought that was super cool yeah i uh i hope a lot of teachers got a lot of use out of that too to get their st- their classroom ready yeah honestly she said teachers were having a blast working on that yeah that's cool and then we had where teachers can make the their keychains with our 3d print machines that too yeah so even though that's stopped going on but if you're a teacher and want an apple or i don't know 3d printed or something anything 3d printed come by <laughs> science teacher if you need a diagram of a brain eyeball because we have printed out like an eyeball diagram before really? for a for student someone? that needed it for, for their a class student? that is so cool man i wish we took a picture of that i would love to see that but uh, as far as like back to school goes, what would, do you remember, did you like it? Did you hate it? What was like your favorite part of this? Well, so like, uh, like I mentioned, I mean, back to school always gave me personally anxiety. <laughs> I would be just nervous. Like, what is this year going to entail? What am I going to do? What's the work going to look like? Um, so that's like all, everything that was on my mind. But the fits, I was excited to show off my new fits the first day. That's why I was exciting. Yeah, I tried. I tried. (laughs) (laughs) If you knew me in high school. uh, If you knew Ruby in high school, she's probably the same. Or or middle school, elementary. (laughs) Or middle school, you know. We don't know. But anyways, yeah, back to school. Very fun. Very exciting. Get excited. It's a fun time. I mean, it can be read them books i know so this just came off the top of my head but like all those books that you have to read for school like oh yeah i don't know probably lord of the flies great gatsby all those classics yeah frankenstein all those that you have to read sometimes you have to go out and buy the book yourself but download cloud library we have all of them for free yeah that's oh my god i never really thought about that that oh that would have come so in handy when i was going to school and then everyone has smartphones. All these kids have smartphones these days, so they can just download it on there too as well. My mind's kind of been blown with that a little <laughs> Save bit. some money. Because, you know, sometimes teachers, if they have their own copies, it's first come, first serve. Oh, yeah, or if definitely. you have to check it out in the library, it's going to be, get, like, it's guaranteed to be checked out. Yeah. Like me, per- yeah, me personally, I, ha- I think I had to buy all my books because the library would sometimes have a hold on the book. Like, all these people are trying to read the same books during school. So... There you go, Cloud Library. Just download it. Boom. You have it ready. Right, did you procrastinate? Is your is your essay due tomorrow? Download Cloud <laughs> Library and just bam, breeze through that. Like we probably have, I'm surprised they don't have a category for that. Like, you know how we have that? We just talked about the study course categories for Cloud oh, I'm Library. I'm sure there is. They should totally have that like school literature I'm sure little thing is. on the homepage. There's got to be. But we're going to go ahead and talk about Mango Languages, how that can help you during this uh, school year as well. Yeah, if you're taking those, because uh, I think all curriculums at this point require you to take a foreign language, whether it's Spanish, French, uh, some schools offer more, like they might have Japanese or... Yeah, the cooler the cooler language courses as well. Yeah, so... Um, ASL too, I think that's a class that you can take. Oh, that's sick. But Mango Languages for sure has all the languages for free that you can learn um, to get a head start or to get um, some help on your homework or any activities that you need to do for those um, special foreign classes. Which if you listened to one of our previous episodes where we interviewed our staff member, Marielle, she said that she used Mango Languages to help her get uh, familiar with with Japanese. Japanese. Yep. There you go. Definitely check that out. Best example right there yep our prime example (laughs) we're very proud 
Absolutely. Absolutely. We're very proud at what Bibliotech um, creates. Oh, that molds. too. I thought you meant Marielle. <laughs> no, yeah, that too. Both. I meant both. Both. But um, anyways, so speaking of back to school, we even offer GED um, vouchers. We are a proctored uh, center so that you can take your GED exam here as well. So we offer all of that good stuff. Yeah, and all of our employees here, they're proctored for the, uh, you know, to administer the exam. Mm -hmm. We can help you sign up for a test because normally it's you sign up for the test, but you're not going to take it that day. Yeah. So you can come in as prepared, you know, maybe you can, if there's a date available, because it's always by availability. So you won't, I would say don't come in expecting like, oh, I'm going to sign up for the test tomorrow. But, you know. If you if it's not ready for tomorrow, then you have a couple of days to practice. Exactly. Or a couple of weeks. Yeah. Again, just depends on availability. But we offer vouchers too. Vouchers, uh, the they only have one requirement, which is you need to make Bibliotech your test site. Yep. You have to test um, either our location, Bibliotech West, or Bibliotech South. Both locations are proctored for the exam. And we, we personally do testing Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m., So those are the times before we open. So that way you're completely alone with the room, like no distractions whatsoever. Before we open, you have the whole building to yourself, basically, to take the exam. (laughs) I mean, you will have a staff member in the building with you. So don't get crazy. (laughs) Don't get crazy. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) And uh, also, uh, if you need additional help studying for the GD test, Texas Share, one of our resources, also has practice courses and, as we mentioned earlier, Cloud li- cloud Library, oh my god, I could not English for a second, <laughs> uh, has courses, uh, has the books, those mm-hmm. those books we just mentioned, that you can uh, definitely check out with your bibliotech account. Yeah, and all ages, honestly. Um, I mean, I think the youngest you can do is 17, but you need um, parents' approval and yeah. just some, like, extra little steps that you need to take if you're 17 um but other than that like literally all ages Mm -hmm. it's so refreshing to see like even like older um patrons come in and taking their ged and they're just like yeah i just want to get it done you know just for my own personal achievement as well that's always great and it's so refreshing to see when they pass and just they're so excited sometimes even hug us after an exam when really? they pass you've yeah. gotten a hug i've gotten a hug oh, yeah wow. <laughs> uh, i had an older patient an older lady she was just so excited that she passed her exam um that's sweet yeah and then because we even do retake vouchers as well so sometimes you don't pass things happen mm-hmm. um but if you don't we offer retake vouchers yep. for free so no pressure on that either but also you get three retake vouchers and then you do have a waiting period. So yeah. a little bit of pressure. Oh, yeah. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> Overall, if, if you know, you know someone who's been because we do get a lot of patients who are like, I know someone who's working on getting their GED or someone who just moved and or maybe they're getting out of prison or they had to drop out of school for whatever reason. Yeah, whatever reason. Yeah. You can point them our way. We have flyers up front of uh, staff. All of our staff at this point, we're really pretty knowledgeable on what needs to be done and the whole process because it's a simple process if you don't already have an account with mygd.com make the account from there you can look at their resources and Mm -hmm. then you can go to sign up for the test after you have that account and that's it Mm -hmm. that's it that's all it takes very easy come come get your ged and check out our other resources and just visit 
get a tour of the branch while you're at it. Yeah, definitely. And before we end with this first topic, we just wanted to blurt, blurt out there as well. If, um, of course, starting the school year and then you can look up bearbibliotech.org as a resource for all of your needs. Um, but if you're unsure of how to use a digital library, how to use our resources, anything like that, we do have a new tutorials page as well. That is extremely, extremely helpful, um, giving you information on how to use basically just about any resource that we provide, there's a tutorial for. If you're interested in Hoopla but don't know how to use it, boom, there's a Hoopla resource that shows you how to do it, what to expect, and all that good stuff. It even gives you a little brief description of each one of our resources as well. We even have computer basics tutorials on there as well. So we don't, some branches don't offer in-person computer classes, but that's no problem because on our tutorials page, there's a computer basics, Gmail basics, Google Sheets, Google Docs, Google Drive, internet safety, internet basics, all that good stuff for free on our tutorials page as well. Which is definitely going to come in clutch because starting the new school year, you're getting used to all of these different resources that you have to access through your school. Maybe you have to check online portals. Yeah. So if you don't have time or don't feel like investing that kind of effort, then that tutorial page is really going to. Yeah, it's so user friendly as well. I mean, it's made um, super easy, super helpful. It's made for you to help you. And thanks to Outreach and Shelby for creating that tutorials page. Great job with that, y'all. Yeah. And we will be back after these messages. A patron favorite is coming back this September in partnership with the American Heart Association. The Mercado Por Tu Corazón is coming back to all of our branches once a month. Learn about eating healthy and buying produce at affordable prices. Because let's be real, inflation has not been serving. It is not giving right now. If you buy $15 worth of produce, you get a voucher by the American Heart Association for $10 off. Honestly, that's a steal, especially again with these prices. So check out our homepage and Instagram for dates at the branch nearest you. And now we're back. Hey, Ruby. Hey, Rosanna. We just had Book Lovers Day pass us. Dang, which day was that? August 9th. August 9th, National Book Lovers Day. Wow, how did you celebrate that day? I've been reading so many graphic novels on Hoopla and Cloud Library, honestly. Nice. Have you used up all your checks yet? I'm trying not to. I, kn- I already did. I already used up all of mine. <laughs> um, but it's for personal use and for work use, trying to, you know, prepare for fall programming that's coming up as well. But uh, so some books that we both actually have read that we want to talk a little bit about today in honor of Book Lovers Day would be uh, The Midnight Library mm-hmm. and uh, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Yeah, definitely. And to start it off, I guess we'll just do The Midnight Library. That was a great book. Thank you, Rosanna, for recommending that one to me. You're welcome. And it was also thank you to Romeo because Romeo gift you with Which The Midnight Library. It was at the Christmas, yeah, party, the Christmas party and I had just read that book uh, a couple weeks ago. And when I saw it in my bag, I was like, oh, cool. And I was like, I just read this though. So I was like, Ruby. Check it yep. out. And then so that's when I got to to read that nice little book. Yeah, it was it was really good. Enjoyed the concept. Yeah, very interesting concept. Um, so just a little synopsis on it. It's about um, the char- the main character um, is having a horrible time period in her life. So she makes the decision to unalive herself. And while doing that, she gets put in kind of like a purgatory where she's not completely dead, she's not completely alive, she's just in limbo, and she gets 
put into the midnight library there's a librarian there um who tells her a little bit about it every single there's like just millions and millions of books in there and every single book has a different aspect of her life or a different how would you word that like a different outcome there you go a different outcome decision if if she like i don't know bought a cheese sandwich one day instead of a turkey and (laughs) it shows what would have happened in her life if she chose that route some stuff like that. Yeah, like it could be so such a mundane little decision mm-hmm. as that, or it could be something massive as if a complete career change. Yeah, completely. Yeah, if she went with her dream of being a swimmer, was mm-hmm. it? And then she becomes, um, so she opens one of the books and in it she is an Olympic swimmer. Like that's what she was doing her whole entire life. And that's where her life was at that point in time when she opened that book. Yeah, and the cool thing is she doesn't, she doesn't get to start fresh from that life. She jumps, the the Nora that she is, Mm -hmm. that Nora goes into that place. So she has no idea how she got there. She has to use her context clues to figure out what's going on. Google searches on herself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because she's completely clueless on herself. She doesn't even know what kind of person she is in that life either. Um, But yeah, so it's really interesting. And it shows... um, one of the parts that stuck out to me the most was she was so upset that her cat had passed away. And so she had asked her librarian, she was like, well, can I look for a book where my cat is still alive to this day? You know, so the librarian's like, "Okay," Um, picks out the book. Um, So she begins to insert herself into that life. And it turns out that her cat, because how did her cat originally die? So her at the beginning of the book, one of her neighbors or something uh, tells her that they uh, her cat's on the side of the road and they had assumed that the cat, uh, Voltaire, had been run over. Oh, yeah. And she was upset with herself because I think she think she left a window open or yes, something. Yes, because her cat was a kind of indoor-outdoor yeah. cat. Mm-hmm. And then, so it turns out that her cat was sick, had a health... Yeah, like a heart issue. Yeah, a heart issue. Um, so that cat was destined to pass away anyways, no matter what choice she did. It was like completely out of her control. Yeah, the librarian there's, straight up said, there's no book where your cat is still alive. Yeah, unfortunately. That was that was that cat's life. But it was, it was touching because she goes on to explain that the cat, like Ruby said, the cat was predestined to die no matter what because of that heart condition. But the life the cat had led before was not great Mm -hmm. and nora was able to give that cat the best year or couple years of its life Mm -hmm. so that cat in return didn't want nora to see him die yeah so he made it a point to die either outside or to die where she couldn't see him under the bed etc so it and it also leads to another plot point in the book where the librarian had shown nora a book of regrets Mm -hmm. and it was it was pretty thick had you know a, a lot going on in there but when she had that realization or explanation about uh what happened with her cat voltaire that regret uh it disappeared because mm-hmm. she she understood more about what was going on mm-hmm. and i completely forgot to say disclaimer this is uh spoilers coming oh, up oh god yes. <laughs> no it's okay spoiler uh, alert y'all that's we just talked about a cat so far so that's no no big issue hopefully for you <laughs> It was a pretty big issue for me, honestly. I will not read the book now, now that I know what happens to the cat. But there's, if, if that puts you off, there's <laughs> still good critter outcomes. <laughs> there's one part where 
she she's dating this guy who works with like a animal shelter mm-hmm. and she meets this dog named sally who poor thing has been abused has had cigarette burns but is slowly kind of getting rehabilitated and again spoiler alert uh, at the end of the book, when she decides she wants a second chance, which we'll probably go into that a bit more in just a second, she sees uh, the guy walking across the street with Sally, and she thinks in her mind, maybe I should adopt a dog, kind of implying that mm-hmm. she's going to adopt Sally because she knows a story, and it's just wholesome. Yeah, it's it's a really wholesome book. I really recommend it. Um, it It's such a cool idea of when you pass away you go to your midnight library hers hers was a midnight library because that's where she felt um when she was alive that's where she the felt. happiest I yeah think. the happiest um so then that brings up a conversation where it's like where what would your midnight library be um what would yours be rosanna i'm thinking probably cd shop oh nice so you would just have billions of cds to look at your past life probably probably just listen to you and <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know how that concept <laughs> I know, would right? work, but I, honestly, that's what comes to mind. CD shop, because I love going shop. to CD exchange. And in the past, I've, you know, there's that satisfaction, just that immense happiness you get when you find that one you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of think it would be some kind of music, song, specifically mm-hmm. CD shop. Nice. So the worker there would be your librarian? That is a good, it's Jesse. I know. Uh, it's Jesse. It's not my joke. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say mine is the Bibliotheque West and Jesse's my librarian. Okay, so you can borrow him and I can borrow <laughs> him if we ever end up in that because the likelihood of us ending up in that situation at the same exact time. <laughs> he 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 got time for it exactly. <laughs> He's got time to fulfill both of our destinies and be manager as well and run Bibliotheque West and take care of all his cats <laughs> and take care of all his cats. But uh, what do you think yours would be? I don't know. Like on a serious note, <laughs> not Bibliotheque West being my midnight library. Um, what would my name my library? Uh, probably like a zoo or a park. I love zoos. Um, Creative. So that's where I feel like my happiest would be. How do you think that would? Uh, each animal will tell me the way my oh, life works out. I dig that at the zoo. <laughs> like you're, I want to go to the giraffe stand, and they. That's where if I completed my career as a comedian. Did you really want to be? No, I didn't. Point? <laughs> no disclaimer. I did not want to be. A oh, okay. I was gonna say interesting. <laughs> I only laugh at my own jokes. They're funny. <laughs> Thank you. But <laughs> anyways, uh, back to the book. Another joke. My life is a joke. Oh, sorry. That's how uh, Nora felt. That would be my only joke at each stand-up. So, <laughs> <laughs> when are you gonna start telling jokes? I am the joke. <laughs> so clever and set. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how Nora kind of felt in a way too in the oh, book. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's just a really good, whole wholehearted book, uh, feel good book that makes you feel good at the end, and just really uh, puts things in perspective. Mm-hmm. It uh, I I know I mentioned this to you before, but uh, so one of the thoughts I had when I was reading or when I finished the book was that what if instead of when Nora chooses to live her current life and kind of try to fix things, um, so everything goes well for her. Uh, it proves to her like yes life is worth living just give it a chance you can fix things or things will fall into place what if they didn't what if her life just went to complete even more poop after that what if her relationships just completely crumbled because she was already alone to begin with 
Um, she had just gotten fired from her job. What if it just got even worse than that? She got like evicted. She ended up in the hospital with no, well, no, she wasn't in the hospital yet at that point, but you know, it just, it just got even worse. And she's like, oh, dang, I should have just stayed in the library. <laughs> you know, I should have just gone with this other life. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That's such an interesting point of view. Just saying. It's something, you know. it's something to think about. If you have read the book, then think about that and let us know what you think in our email, bibliotechonair at gmail.com. At gmail. Yeah, think about that. Let that simmer. Rosanna's nice, demented twist. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, I have no response to that. I have no response. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we didn't talk about too many spoilers. We talked about some nice events in the book. Um, so feel free to check that out if it sounds like something that you'd be interested in reading. If that's your kind of genre that you take to. It's very easy to read. It's a quick read too. Yeah, very easy. So download that book. Read it's available. It. Turn it back in on your lunch break. <laughs> probably. If, if you dedicate yourself, you probably could. It's available on Hoopla. It's available on Cloud Library, yep. both ebook and audiobook. Mm -hmm. Give it a listen or a read. Yeah, you can listen it to it on your car, right? Listen to it on your ride to work. Read it on your lunch break. Listen to it back on your car ride. You should probably be done with it in that day. And we will be back after these messages. The fun continues into the next season with our fall programming. Each one of our branches will have different programs, virtual, in-person, and even hybrid for all ages. Want to get into 3D printing? There are programs for that. Love to get creative with arts and crafts? There are programs for that. Want to immerse yourself in different virtual reality worlds? Well, guess what? There is a program for that. Program dates and details are posted on our Instagram pages and our events calendar at bearbibliotech.org. And now we're back. So I think on that note, we're jumping to the next, the next book. book Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. What was that little synopsis about, Rosanna? So Evelyn Hugo did not have seven husbands at the same time. Let's make that clear. <laughs> she is not a polygamist. You know, but uh, so Evelyn Hugo, she's a very famous, legendary, iconic movie star. She is, she has been kind of reclusive for a few years and she decides that she wants to give a tell-all interview and picks kind of a nobody or a peop, uh, someone that everyone sees as a nobody, uh, this girl named Monique who works at a magazine company to give the interview. So it goes into why she wants to, why she specifically picked Monique and just everything that Evelyn Hugo's because she's definitely known for having those seven husbands, mm -hmm. hence the title. And uh, it goes into... Her whole life just, story. Yeah, everything, because <laughs> so much happens. Yeah, and then there's a really big twist at the end as well that is really great to read and learn about. Which, again, disclaimer, spoilers if you haven't read the book. Yeah, spoilers, um, but not too much spoiling. <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what I say. I don't yeah. know what's going to come out of my mouth next. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, so there's a great twist at the end where you kind of, everything makes sense, um, of course. And yeah, and then like Rosanna said, she doesn't have seven husbands all at the same time, but each husband has somehow helped her um, further in her life and she gets what she wants out of each husband. Uh, yeah, Evelyn, she kind of comes from nothing, um, rises her way or does things her way to rise to the top. And uh, of course, like Ruby said, the seven husbands obviously do help her 
get to where she's at. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be all good. Oh, yeah, it's not. It's uh-huh. a lot of growth. And- oh, yeah, a lot of growth and a lot of her learning things about herself as well. Um, so like despite all those seven husbands, her one true love was one that she couldn't be with, that she couldn't. She doesn't marry her, right? No, they. Celia. Yeah. Yeah. So she they can't marry each other um, because her name's Celia. So this was very forbidden in this time period of the book. People did not approve of homosexuality during that era. Nope. So she had to hide that um, in herself and hide it from the public because um, she was so scared of what it was going to do to her reputation, to her and Celia's because they were both very um, successful actors and um, everyone was just, there's so much paparazzi, so much news coming out constantly about the both of them. So they they both loved each other but couldn't be with each other in the public's eye. They had to hide that from everybody and they had to manipulate um, who they're with manipulate their life in the public's point of view um, so that way they can have these little happy moments in their life where they were together like that one period in time when her Celia was dating that um, had that football husband, player, yeah right? that football player husband who Evelyn's husband was dating so they were all just secretly dating each other Evelyn and Celia football player and um harry harry there you go they were all secretly dating each other all having that great point in their lives um where they were able to do that successfully i think they were all living together too right i think they were living close close to to each each other other. okay um but still they were just living their best lives at that little point in time so that's a good the good point in the book it's kind of sad though because she does i think evelyn does mention at some point like she says society would rather view them as swingers Mm -hmm. than have them be out and open Mm -hmm. about you know their sexuality and who they're dating Mm -hmm. uh which leads to very to the celia and evelyn relationship early on kind of being you know kind of turbulent Mm -hmm. uh little toxic oh yeah and um definitely draining because celia she does not care she wants to be out open proud she doesn't care about her career uh evelyn's still too you know too much in that mindset Mm -hmm. she still cares about what people think she doesn't want everything that she did to kind of go to waste Mm -hmm. so she's not quite willing she she can't meet celia halfway for that it later on thankfully there is a point where evelyn just kind of says screw it Mm -hmm. let's do this yeah but read on to see what happens do they have a happily ever after no no <laughs> I was gonna say, read on to find out. No, but but it's the how they get to that point that's really interesting to read. So definitely recommend that book. Easy to read again as well. Listen to it on the way to work. Read it during your lunch break. Listen to it. Listen to it on the way home. You can probably finish it. It's a uh, just a little point I want to bring up too about the book. Uh, Evelyn Hugo. So she's Latina in the book. Oh yeah, she's I yeah, think she Cuban. Is. I think, mm-hmm. but she changes her last name. Right, she changes so she her last name, bleaches her hair, yeah. or dyes it blonde. Um, because they they say that she's not marketable. Yeah, I guess as a Latina, and I think that's kind of a neat nod. Well, not neat, but it's it's a nod to uh, famous actors and actresses around that era mm-hmm. who were also Latino people of color that were also kind of made to fit 
the mold, the stereotypical oh, yeah, Hollywood definitely. white. Because Marilyn Monroe kind of comes to mind, for example. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, Hispanic, Hispanic descent. And a lot of people don't know that. She's yeah. very Caucasian or white appearing, yeah, I guess. But a lot of actors and actresses during this time, um, it's not... Um, surprising to hear that they had to change their names. They had to change everything just yeah. to hide that, um, which is just interesting. Yeah, which for the time, you know, it, it's still unfortunate either way, but it was kind of the norm at the time. Yeah, it so was the norm at the time. I thought that was a neat little nod too. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, the time setting that this book is in just really... Um, well, because it, it spans the decades. Oh, yeah, it does. Uh, so, yeah, it shows like, what they were going through during like the 60s the 70s when um their relationship was starting to be a little bit more norm and they were um more comfortable outing themselves or whatever but uh evelyn had her reasons not to or whatever. yeah mm-hmm. she was she was not a good person and she <laughs> says that herself in the book mm-hmm. evelyn was not a good person she knows and at some points does take pride in what she had to do but also recognizes the shame but yeah she is not a good person no she's not i mean no one's perfect (laughs) but also it's it's one of those you know there's nothing more powerful than a woman who knows their worth and she she, absolutely knew her worth yeah she really does she really knows how to persuade the people she wants to persuade she's i don't she's whether by using her body or playing mind games yeah definitely she definitely uses both as well Mm -hmm. so if you love reading about empowering women (laughs) or empowering women helping other women mm-hmm. get empowered which she does with monique the mm-hmm. protagonist yeah which is the whole reason why she's sharing her story with her and she wants her to write that book she wants her to be the one to share her secrets all that good stuff mm-hmm. yeah definitely recommend it seven Absolutely. husbands of evelyn hugo available on cloud library and hoopla it's I think when I was browsing a couple of days ago, it said not in catalog, not, not, not in catalog. It said not available because it was checked out. So, oh, but it is available. Yeah. Just not at the moment. So put your hold on it soon <laughs> you so go. you can read it ASAP, I guess. Yeah, definitely. So as y'all know, we like to close every podcast episode with the question, what are you currently reading or watching or listening to indulging in? So Ruby. Um, so I'm currently reading, um, my boyfriend's a musician, so I had um, recommended this book to him for so long. I was like, oh, you, sh- you like the Foo Fighters? You should uh, read the Dave Grohl's The Storyteller book. And then once I checked it out for him, because I do have it on my cloud library, <laughs> I checked it out and then I was like reading, I was reading a little bit of it to him so that way he can get interested in it so he can read. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of, I'm kind of digging this. So I started reading it myself by myself. And I was like, um, I love Dave Grohl. He's a cool person. So that's a really good book that I recommend as well. He tells the story. So great. So cool. So nonchalant. Um, it's a really interesting read. (laughs) Especially if you're a fan of Foo Fighters or Nirvana. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, he talks about all that good stuff and he talks about the way where he is in life right now as well. Teaching his daughter how to play drums and what he's going through on that. So definitely recommend. <laughs> nice. And you said, again, that was Cloud Library or mm-hmm. Hoopla, right? Uh, cloud or Library. Just, okay, I know just for cloud sure it's library. on Cloud Library. Yeah, because that's where I had it checked out. But what are you currently reading, watching, listening to? Uh, so I did mention earlier I had read a ton of graphic novels oh. <laughs> on various, on both various uh, 
resources. Um, but right now I'm on Cloud Library. I'm reading The Body Keeps the Score. And uh, that one's really interesting. It talks about, it goes over trauma and the body responses and uh, how even though mentally you might think you're kind of over it or ignoring it, your body has its own way of kind of processing it. And they talk about how that happened with veterans and their life patterns, um, you know, child child abuse survivors, just different. It's it's really, really fascinating. That sounds and so fascinating. It. I want to say Brandon here at the branch, he had it as a staff pick at some point and that's kind of how i like made a mental note of it and i'm really? getting to read it and it's it's been really interesting so far that's so amazing man i need to check that out too that's just so fascinating yeah, i'm not i'm nowhere near done with the book but i definitely recommend like getting mm -hmm. into it it's just been that interesting wow there you go and then all your fun graphic novels that you've been reading oh yeah book. so it's, it's just been a different mix of them but uh so one of the ones that stood out was one called blackwater uh, that one was really neat. It's supernatural. It deals with a, a couple of boys in high school who they uh, discover a werewolf in the forest. One of them gets bit. So they kind of work together while also kind of, you know, growing attracted to each other. And uh, they figure that out as well as what's going on with the whole supernatural thing. So it's neat. I nice. liked it a lot. That's a, that's a fun read. That, I is. like how you have a balance between those two. Yeah, it's... <laughs> You know, got to keep things fun. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and uh, that one's available on Hoopla. That's where I checked it out. So it might have a hold. I got lucky. Uh, the day that I put it on hold, it said on hold for like 21 days. And then the next day it was like, oh, hey. It's available. It's available. So, nice. you know. I love when that happens. Oh, my God. It was so. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> but so thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I hope it was a fun one. Um, enjoy your back to school, kiddos. <laughs> uh, yeah, just. Good luck. Good luck. It'll be, it's going to be a good year. It'll be a fun year. You know what? Yeah. We're going to manifest that energy for yeah. y'all. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be awesome. Manifesting. All of y'all. Every single one who's listening right now, you're going to have a good year. You're going to have a good year. You're going to have a good year. Or at least you're going to have an average year and that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay too. But it'll be what you make it. <laughs> exactly. But we're going to help manifest that for y'all. Yep. Putting quietly out, in the background. Sending out my good vibes, good energy. Yeah. <laughs> and use our resources while you're at it. Yeah, definitely use our resources. Have some fun reads as well. Don't stress yourself out too much. Read some comics on Hoopla. De-stress with some comics on Watch Hoopla. Watch some yep. movies on Canopy. You know, just make the best of it. Make the best of it. <laughs> you go, you go get them. 